This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. An event that will shine a light on mental health and wellness through art. The interactive gallery of hope will feature art created by 3 to 17-year-olds. The event is at the Children's Museum March 25th from 5 to 8. It's free to attend, and if you have a child who's interested in creating art, the museum has two creation dates, March 14th and 18th. No registration is required to create art, but registration is requested for the March 25th event. Go to NowDecatur.com. Occupiers keep terrorizing civilians. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what Ukraine's president says about Russia's latest barrage that hit his country overnight as most people slept. More than 80 Russian missiles and eight drones were involved in this onslaught, described by Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky as miserable tactics. Some missiles were shot down, but others hit infrastructure, knocking out power, also hitting residential buildings. In the western city of Lviv, at least five people were killed, with others thought trapped under rubble. Fox's Jonathan Savage. North Korea test launched one missile following warnings to the U.S. and South Korea about expanded joint military drills in Israel. Protests across the country as Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin visits, prompting him to move the meeting site with Prime Minister Netanyahu, whose moves to overhaul Israel's judicial laws sparked the demonstrations. Three police officers are in a Los Angeles hospital, stable, expected to survive. After being shot last night following a standoff with a drug suspect. Los Angeles issued a citywide tactical alert in response to the shooting. The suspect, who was on parole, is dead, and police say there is no longer a threat in the area. Fox's Brooke Singman, the CEO of Norfolk Southern, will testify at the Senate this morning. Expected to apologize for the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, vowing the railroad will clean up and pay affected residents. In a House hearing into the chaotic U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan, a Marine sergeant testified, Tyler Vargas Andrews, describing attempts to stop a suspected ISIS terrorist they feared was going to attack Kabul's crowded airport. We asked him if we could shoot. Our battalion commander said, and I quote, I don't know, end quote. Myself and my team leader asked very harshly, well, who does? Because this is your responsibility, sir. He again replied he did not know, but would find out. We received no update and never got our answer. Eventually, the individual disappeared. To this day, we believe he was a suicide bomber. And that bombing ended up killing 13 American troops and 170 Afghan civilians. America's listening to Fox News. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-838-1441. That's 800-838-1441. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute gives educators access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for K-12. First-person curriculum units with video accounts. The Discovering Heroes book series for kids. A speaker's bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. A high-tech tractor trailer that transforms into an interactive museum with 9-11 artifacts. Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for exemplary high school students of program recipients who are preparing for college. Never forget, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. There is a manhunt in Mexico for a drug kingpin, Jose Lacena Garcia, accused of orchestrating the attack on four Americans kidnapped Friday. Two were killed. The other two have since been freed and returned to the U.S. Mexico announced a $2.5 million bounty on Garcia, who is the leader of a Gulf cartel faction that has been operating in Matamoras since 2015. Fox's Marianne Rafferty. Republicans in Congress want the U.S. to declare drug cartels foreign terrorist organizations. Congressman Mike Waltz tells Fox. We need to go on offense and uh, use every asset that we have to start dismantling and taking them down. Now, that might be an issue discussed this morning at a House hearing into worldwide threats. The director of national intelligence will be there, along with the heads of the CIA and the FBI. The day after, they also testified at the Senate. FBI Director Christopher Wray focused on cyber threats from countries like Russia, North Korea, and China. We need to be working more and more closely with the business community to try to build resilience. I think there have been a lot of progress that's been made, but we need to make more. Speaking of China, there was a House hearing into COVID origins. Some Republicans, like Chairman Brad Wenstrup, accused Dr. Anthony Fauci of trying to discredit the theory that COVID originated in a lab in China. Dr. Fauci said the lab leak 
theory was a shiny object that will go away in time. Some Democrats, like Jamie Raskin, say there's still a lot of questions surrounding COVID that need to be investigated politics-free. He believes much of what he calls the failed pandemic response still falls on former President Trump. No finding will ever exonerate or rehabilitate Donald Trump. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down slightly ahead of today's trading. It's conference tournament time in college basketball pre-March Madness. Three teams won their conference championships to get automatic bids to the NCAA tournament next week. Texas Corpus Christi, Montana State, and Colgate. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Finding yourself suddenly unemployed can be a life-changing event, but now Decatur and our community partners are here to help. Now Decatur is offering a resource page for Decatur and Macon residents that include unemployment information, immediate job listings, retraining opportunities, social and emotional resources, and more. The goal is to help you navigate through an event and period that can be emotionally, mentally, and financially stressful for you and your loved ones. Go to NowDecatur.com for the Employment and Retraining Opportunities resource page. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Rain mainly after 2 p.m., high near 42. Tonight that rain continues up until around 10 p.m., a low around 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high near 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy, high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.06. It's time for the City Hall Insider. Paul Osborne coming up next. mentioned Mark Tupper and Chef Tucker is going to be here this hour. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kevin Brahaney. I'm here today and tomorrow. Nick's here all the time. And uh, Paul Osborne, it must be Thursday. City Hall Insider is here. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning. It's uh, good to be here. Good to see you. It's great to be with you. I, I uh, normally, when I, I sub-host, uh, it's during like that last week of December where everybody's on vacation. I, I don't get to see you, but this is just like a regular day now. So it's great to have you here. Yeah. I no, listen I to you every Thursday. Oh, what well, you listen? I do. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's, your perspective is so great because you got your finger on the pulse of everything going on currently in Decatur, but you got the historical, pers- I call it institutional knowledge, uh, from being mayor. And been doing this for so long, and uh, we both shared our good, our good friend Tom McNamara, who just spoke volumes of how well you treated him well, when he was at the Tribune. Well, yeah, Tom, we still we still miss. He was with me uh, about forty three, forty four years, and uh, yeah, never missed a deadline, and did a great job covering sports and and local high schools and promoting athletes and coaches and the schools. And, uh, yeah, Tom has, uh, has been gone a little over a year now and, uh, you know, everyone still misses him. Well, he, he was a perfect balance with you. You're the institutional knowledge of the community on the news side and he was on the sports side. Oh yeah. Uh, he just, uh, he was a walking encyclopedia of, uh, sports he history. He was, you have any question you ask Tom and, and he would pull up a date Nick, did you get to know Tom much? Just a, a little bit. You know, he's always around St. Teresa, but I knew his work, like almost a generational amount of people here in town. I mean, he's an institution. Yeah. 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 And, and like I said, I, I hear you every Thursday. I mean, it was when you picked up a Tribune, you knew that you could go to the sports section and you get that Irish stew and you needed about an hour to read everything that he wrote. Because he just covered the water for every week. Yeah, I always like it when he, if he made a mistake or something, he'd say, 
had a bad batch of stew. (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat that. (laughs) Sorry, boss. I had a bad batch of stew that night or that day. All right. So, uh, boy, where do we begin? I'm going to start with Acorn. You're not happy about that. Oh, I don't know how anyone could be. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, and it's uh, I, I think that's where a sense of community really really comes in. That when people are hurting because they lose jobs unexpectedly like that, uh, you know, it affects all of us. You know, that just doesn't happen to them. You know, we feel for them and want to help them. So, I think out of the unhappiness of uh, a business, uh, a large business in this community, suddenly shutting down, leaving 400-plus employees, you know, without work and wondering what's going to happen, uh, that's a jolt. But, yeah, you put it, it was downright disgusting. Yeah, and and I think and I think Decatur is always, you know, we've taken blows in the past. We've had industries close, Firestone and others close. But uh, it's kind of a shocker at the time, and we don't want that to happen. But by the same token, it really shows what Decatur is made of. We rally around each other, and if, you, and if you're from Decatur or central Illinois, we're there to help you. And Isn't that the best characteristic of, of this community is how it, it rises to the occasion when things like that happen? And I guess we know how to do it because I know that – ADM, Milliken, Mayor Julie Moore Wolf, Brian and Nick, Rocky, everybody kicked into high gear when that happened. Well, and I think, too, as I pointed out, I think because of uh, the sensitivity to situations like that, we're better prepared now than we've ever been uh, to deal uh, with something like that. We don't want to have to. But I think when the time comes, you know, all of these groups are together, all of the people that are together, all the leadership we have in this community, uh, when something bad happens, you know, this is Decatur, and we're Decatur strong. We are. You know, this is the Midwest, and, you know, uh, we're jolted the same as any other community would be in the country when something like this happens, a major loss of jobs in, in your community, of people you know and love. They're your friends. They're your neighbors. But by the same token, there's a strength in this community. There's a strength in the Midwest, I think, that's not so prevalent maybe in other places. And I guess I'm a little prejudiced here that when things are tough and people are down, there are other people there to pick them up and say, you know, we're in this with you. You're not in this alone. And I think that's what happened with Acorn. I guess with their closing, I heard this yesterday that um, they made the ingredients a lot. Some of the ingredients that goes into these inhalers for asthma uh, afflicted people, and there's going to be a major shortage because Acorn's no longer making it. So, I don't know. Let's go to something. We're talking about ADM. They just invested seven hundred thousand dollars in the community. They made that announcement, and um, they spread it over thirty nonprofit organizations indicator. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and ADM really has always been a, a, a great partner in this community. And I remember even years back when, you know, when I was mayor at the time, and a lot of people have either forgotten or don't realize this, that the cost of, uh, of the upkeep of Lake Decatur and so many things that were happening with the lake, ADM paid half. You know, the city paid half, taxpayers paid half, but ADM the agreement was they would pay half of everything that it took to keep the lake, you know, uh, going, dredging and everything else. And, you know, sometimes you'd hear people, you know, kind of complain about a big industry or something like that indicator. Well, they've always carried their weight and more. They've always gone the extra mile, you know, for this community. And during the years I served as mayor, they were a great partner in a lot of projects that we were doing. And it was usually when you talked with them, uh, even go out to the headquarters and talk with them. It was always like, how can we help? You know, what can we do to help you with this? And uh, you could talk about ADM from personal experience. I know that they're a great community partner and we would be a lot less without them here. And you know that as being mayor. Yeah. from Not only as an editor, but also as mayor. And I saw this firsthand in conversations first-hand one-on-one conversations with those who could make those kinds of decisions. So uh, 
they didn't have to be, they didn't have to say some of the things they had because it was just us talking. They could have said, well, we're not interested in that. But they always had an interest in, in pushing Decatur ahead just simply because they wanted to be a partner with what was happening here because it would benefit them too in the long run. But they also wanted to benefit our community. Well, Jennifer Ballinger, who's worked over there with ADM Cares for a long time, really does keep track of what's going on in Decatur. And, and she tries to steer or to have their committee understand where the needs are and then to disseminate who needs what. And to $700,000 this year, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And I think we find just a lot of people and organizations and companies in Decatur, you know, are, are stepping up. And, and they've always stepped up. And you saw this in the community food drive for so many years. Yeah, uh, 20. Uh, yeah. And uh, ADM was a big part of that. That's right. And uh, and I think that gave people the opportunity who maybe didn't know how to help other people. It gave them the opportunity to say, hey, I can help this way. And I think that's what's important in Decatur. Sometimes they don't know how to help. And I think if we have leadership, uh, we have companies, we have organizations saying, here's how you can help. This is how you can help remedy this situation. I think this city is full of people and companies. They're saying, hey, yeah, we'll help you out. Right. I don't know if you probably didn't get a chance to hear Teresa because you're on your way up here. But she uh, was talking about all the changes at St. Mary's. They're not going anywhere, but they've got to change uh, to to stay relevant and and to handle all the, you know, the financial issues that are in healthcare right now. Well, I think that's true, really, with with uh, across the board. Whether it's a newspaper, whether it's broadcasting, whether it's a hospital, uh, you have to change with the times. And uh, uh, I think all of us like the way things were, you know, including me, maybe twenty years ago. In in many ways, particularly the prices. Uh, but uh, I think you have to evolve, you have to change, you have to adapt, or you don't exist anymore. And I can certainly tell you from the time I started with the newspaper till now, uh, there's no similarity as to the way we produce a newspaper now as to when we did, you know, years ago, how we did it then. And I think that's true of hospitals. I think you want to provide the best care possible to a community, but you have to evolve and change in order to do that or you fall behind. Hey, Nick, do you remember about a month ago, um, We've got we got calls. You did, Brian did, I did, about this dog that was left stranded out on Sawyer Road. And yeah, died. absolutely. Yeah. Well, they, according to your newspaper, breaking news, uh, Decatur resident was arrested. Yeah, that's right. And that's, I don't know. I don't understand uh, the treatment of of animals like that. You know, it's just like if any sort of people letting animals out in the country because yeah. they couldn't deal with them, not locked up in a cage. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not either one's good, but one's horrible. I mean, the dog can't even get out. Well, yeah, and I, I think it says a lot, too, about people that, that just pay no attention to animals or, or their concerns. Or, you know, I think uh, here you have an animal that give his life for you, you know, and you won't pay any attention or care, you know, what happens to that uh, to that animal. And uh I don't know. I think all of us, and particularly in growing up, you know, I always had a dog. <laughs> you know, that dog followed me everywhere. And no, that dog would give in his life for me. And I was always sensitive to the fact that, you know, an animal just becomes a part of a family and wants to be a part of a family. And I, I just don't understand. And this is not pointing the finger at anyone. I just don't understand cruel treatment of animals and and people who would treat animals in a cruel fashion you wonder how they treat their fellow man i don't know the way i understand that the police got a tip uh i think there was a reward out there is that what happened well i'm not if uh yeah i think they asked for information i, I think is if i remember right there have been like several cases here recently and you don't want to you know mix them up but uh, I, I think in a case like this, the public has been very sensitive to animals that seemingly are being mistreated and uh, or uh, even who, that animals that die. And so I think uh, the sheriff's office is always looking for more information. And this this case was the sheriff's office and animal control that I think that we're dealing with the case that we're talking about on Sawyer. I know there's a lot of people happy they found that person. Yeah. There were, people were pissed off. Yeah, it was amazing. 
Um, all right, let's take a, a break here. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, Franklin and, and Main Street. looks like Highway 51 going through uh, Decatur is going to get fixed. And uh, that was a big article in your paper this week. So we'll uh, go to Nick and do your news Channel 20 Storm Team weather forecast and more with Paul right after that. Today we've got rain mainly after 2 p.m., a high of 42. Tonight that rain could continue to 10 p.m., low of around 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high near 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 720. Abraham Lincoln had already made one trip down the Mississippi River to New Orleans when his family settled west of Decatur in 1830. One day, he would climb aboard a steamboat at Beardstown to see if the Sangamon River could carry the steamboat to Springfield. I'm Don Chamberlain, local historian, and I invite you to the Decatur Public Library at 2 p.m. Saturday, March 18th for a free presentation about Lincoln, the Riverman, co-sponsored by the Friends of Lincoln Trail Homestead State Park and the Macon County Conservation District. Hope to See you there. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. You're listening to Fires and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Welcome back to Buyers and Company. Kevin, uh, Nick, filling the void for Brian while uh, he's going to see the boss in uh, another city. Uh, he and Lindsay, I think, are taking off today. Is the concert tomorrow, Nick? I think it is. I'm not sure. And uh, he'll be back on Monday. I bet you'll hear all about it. I'll, I'll be in here that first thing Monday morning, too. I get out, I'll hear all about it, too. Probably right. He'll be singing Born in the USA. <laughs> That's never, the one he won't be singing. He doesn't like that one. I don't know that I've ever heard well, him then, sing. Nick, you sing it for him. Oh, yeah. I'll just play it full blast. Start the day off wrong. <laughs> Do that, would you? Yeah. I'll give you $5. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Paul Osborne, the City Hall Insider, is here. Okay, Paul, um, I drive downtown at least three times a day from Forsyth. And I want to tell you, I am an expert on Highway 51, uh, Franklin and Main Street. Main Street, that that left lane, if you don't hold on to your steering wheel with both hands, you're going to end up in uh, that one of those meat lockers or, or that... Uh, place that fixes uh, lawnmowers yeah. because you bounce all over the place. And yeah. yeah. Finally, they're going to do something, I guess. Well, yeah, and I think there's, you know, the IDOT meeting I mentioned there that it's scheduled here. I think there's been a delay on repairing that road from Pershing uh, to Cleveland down here, um, which is just before you get to the lake because I think the city kind of injected that maybe we want that road a little bit different. Like yeah, they want two lanes instead of three. Yeah, maybe have, you know, a, a little bit better looking entrance into the city of Decatur. And I think they're kind of debating that. So I think that's held that stretch up. So is that the reason for the meeting? Because I don't ever remember I got holding a meeting about what they're going to do with the road. Yeah, it's just like I think everybody just fix the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pave, repave it. And uh, uh, there is some signage now, as I mentioned in the column, uh, from Cleveland on, which is just the last street before you get to the lake, and then on to uh, Elwyn, that work on that stretch, which is really bad, too, uh, uh, starts next week. That's, the signage says, I didn't check the year. I, I think it's next week that like three the week of 313, uh, that start working on that again. And, uh, I think Route 48, too, is really rough. I know Dwayne Nolan, you know, after I wrote about this several months ago, he, he uh, sent me an email and said, you should check out Route 48. It's about as bad as 51. So 
hopefully, uh, you know, we're going to get those fixed and hopefully this one through town, which is really, really bad. Anyone coming to Decatur for the first time would, uh, well, as I mentioned in the column, maybe we should name this stretch of highway, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah, a whole lot of great. shaking going on. A whole lot of shaking going <laughs> on. No doubt about it. And that meeting's on March 30th at the Decatur Civic Center from four to seven. So if you want to put your two cents in whether it should be three lanes or two lanes, I guess that's the way to, that's the time to do it. Yeah, and that has been the holdup, in all fairness, to, to IDOT, because I think they were ready to move ahead earlier, and so they delayed that. And when I talked to the city manager, I don't know, two or three months ago, he did say that's the reason for the holdup, that we wanted to see how we wanted that stretch uh, constructed or yeah, before they repaved it. But uh, it'll be a relief for all of those uh, uh, on Route 51 South, you know, coming in to get that smooth. That really has some awful, awful spots in it that just, well, you drive on a country road and it's smoother <laughs> than, than a major highway. So. Well, Scott Wrighton will be here tomorrow morning, so I'll ask him about that. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good to, to ask him because that was the way I understood it, and that's because uh, he admitted that was the reason for the delay, at least if I remember correctly in our conversation, is because of the design of exactly what they wanted to do with that stretch of road from Pershing uh, to the downtown area. And, of course, downtown from El Dorado uh, to Wood Street, that really belongs to the city of Decatur. So, you know, IDOT uh, kind of gave that up when we wanted to do some things downtown that the state, you know, didn't didn't like too much. Well, there's a highway letting tomorrow, and one of the big jobs on the letting is a Decatur job. So I'm not exactly sure from where to where, but they are invested. That stretch from Pershing Road out to Forsyth mm-hmm. um, is magnificent. Mm-hmm. It's like it is so smooth. UCM did that and a very safe job. And they did in record time. Yeah, and that's going to happen, too. I think once they get started, it seems like it's been forever for them to, because I've been complaining about the one Route 51 South that I go out. Uh, across the bridge, you know, of how bad that is, and uh, and others too. And, but, so it seems like it's taken forever, but I, I really do think that's going to be taken care of here starting next week. And uh, and as soon as that meeting is held and some direction is given, IDOT, I think this summer, you know, I would expect uh, from Pershing, you know, Main Street from Pershing to downtown to be taken care of too. Okay, so March, uh, according to Heritage Behavioral Center, in collaboration with the National Council on Problem Gambling. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. You think, Nick, that has anything to do with March Madness? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Safe bet. How much money do you think changes hands in the in that tournament? Um, I would I would guess hundreds of millions, I would guess. I mean, with the, all the Internet gambling that goes on, it's legalized now. It's got to be a problem. I remembered, and I know you'll remember this, Paul, when the gambling boat was going to be proposed on Lake Decatur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ADM was 100% against it because they said what that does to the rank and file of their employees, uh, it causes so much strife in families that they, they've had it in other cities, and they were against it. And uh, I never thought of that. But if this gambling gets out of control, it can ruin families. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's some people that just get addicted to it. And, you know, they will go wherever they go and they gamble. And they lose everything. Uh, they really do. And it becomes like a drug to them, you know, a gambling drug. And uh, I remember they talk about the gambling boat. There was some talk back uh, when I was serving as mayor of, of getting the Abraham Lincoln boat over in Springfield, which was kind of in dry dock then, wasn't being used. It was around New Salem at the time and bringing it to Decatur and making that the uh, the gambling boat. But I think because of the opposition, and I wasn't crazy about it either because of, of what you just mentioned and the concern ADM had, that there is a fear, I think, on the part of a lot of these companies. Uh, Caterpillar was totally against a lottery years and years ago. Many people forget that. They did not want because of the very same reason you're talking about. And uh, 
a lot of people spend money on lottery tickets. Of course, you have a winner, but very few winners, uh, you know, uh, compared to all the people that, that gamble. And but that's big business now. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it. I gamble, but I don't. I gamble twenty bucks at a time. I don't. I, I just can't imagine. They say in Vegas the highest divorce rate in the country because of family strife over gambling. Paul, thanks for being here. It's great seeing you, oh, sir. Same here. Yeah. All right. We'll be back more with Buyers and Company right after this. This is RJ Crace with your stories. You didn't say how now. much money you lost. ADM has announced a $700,000 contribution in support of Decatur area nonprofit organizations and education programs. Close to 30 nonprofits and schools will be getting grants. Partnerships include Habitat for Humanity ADM Home Build, Northeast Community Foundation Food Pantry Support, DPS FFA Ag Education Center programs, and volunteer support for various agencies and programs throughout the year. Learn more at NowDecatur.com. The Illinois Department of Transportation has launched a webpage dedicated to keeping people informed of the progress on the state's capital program. You can find info on the number of projects awarded, miles and bridges improved, and safety improvements completed, as well as the amount of investment dollars. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website. You can find us at nowdecator.com. We'll increase taxes on the wealthy, as well as cut spending on special interests like the pharmaceutical and oil industries, while protecting programs such as Social Security people have paid into. Fox's Ryan Schmelz. Three Los Angeles police officers are shot and wounded in a standoff with a wanted parolee. He barricaded himself and refused to surrender. Officers uh, encountered the individual and utilized some uh, gas to try to uh, comply, get compliance from the individual. Again, the suspect refused. Assistant Police Chief Al Labrada says when officers moved in, the suspect opened fire. He's dead. The three officers in stable condition. Fox's Carmen Roberts. Police have not said how that suspect died. They say one officer was shot in the stomach, one in the leg, and one in the arm. America's listening to Fox News. John, the price of fuel ain't what it used to be. Yeah, I've just joined my 10th Loyalty Rewards Gas Club. <laughs> Tell me about it. But this whole gas thing isn't stopping Dick Van Dyke Appliance World with this offer. Free standard delivery. Yeah, with select Frigidaire Gallery, Frigidaire Professional, Electrolux, GE Profile, and Cafe Appliances. And you don't have to log on to something, verify an email, think of a password, tell them how old you are. Nope, and the offer is for a limited time, so there's no time to mess around with any of that. Just free standard delivery on those nice appliances, but only for a very short time. Makes my back feel better just hearing about it. And of course, most qualify for the free 10-year protection plan. At Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. This is Dennis Rekin, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Our exclusive 10-year protection plan comes free with most appliance purchases. Wow! Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, get the whole store. This has been a long, cold winter. So start thinking spring and spring projects and how Moroa Lumber can help. I'm Jen Wood, and I'm inviting you to bring your spring to-do list into Moroa Lumber. Whether it's windows or siding replacement, updating your deck, or building a new home, Moroa Lumber has top-quality building materials to get your job done. Plus, don't forget about our rental center to help you with any project. We rent anything from lawn and garden equipment to drywall lifts. For all of your spring project needs, remember Moroa Lumber, 794-2226. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Rain mainly after 2 p.m., a high of 42 tonight. Rain again up until 10 p.m., low around 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high near 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 37 degrees. Your WSOI time, 733. Sports on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Hello, Mark Tupper. How's things going with you? The world famous WAND WSOY Herald Review. You, you've, you covered the waterfront, sir. How's things going with you? And, uh, 
big ball game tonight. We got uh, the Illinois against Penn State. Mark, can you hear me now? Okay, I think we lost more. No, you, you've got to push the button to put him on. Oh, I do. Sorry, Mark. Dom always pushes that button oh, for okay. me, so Sorry I didn't that, know yeah. that. I was talking to you, and, and uh, I don't. did you hear what I said? I did. I did indeed. Uh, the Big Ten tournament opened last night in Chicago with a pair of games, four games today, including Illinois-Penn State at 530. Uh, last night, Ohio State beat Wisconsin 65-57, and Minnesota upset Nebraska 78-75, so those two winners advance. Today, uh, the games begin at 11 this morning. First game is Rutgers-Michigan, and then at 1.30, it's Ohio State and Iowa, and then Illinois-Penn State at 5.30, and at 8 o'clock tonight, it's Minnesota and Maryland. This will be the third time Kevin Illinois has played Penn State, and the first two did not go well, uh, mainly because Illinois could not slow Penn State's Jalen Pickett. He had 20 when they played in Champaign and 41 when they played in State College. So Illinois um, has to come up with a better plan for defending him tonight. And that includes accounting for the fact that he is a great passer who finds open teammates when you double-team him or triple-team him or whatever you want to do. Uh, And he's very unselfish in doing so. Um, You know, for weeks I have hoped Illinois would shoot fewer threes and drive the ball to the basket more, but that has not happened. So I've sort of given up on that thought. And... uh, Even if they continue to shoot a lot of threes uh, and continue to shoot too many difficult threes, they have to get off to a better start. Um, This business of falling behind is just no way to to advance deep in uh, a one-and-done tournament like we have here in the Big Ten or coming up in the NCAA tournament. You just can't dig out of those holes uh, like they tried to do Sunday when they fell behind by 24 against Penn State, came all the way back to tie it. Uh, that just gives you no wiggle room whatsoever. And if you get a if you get a call that you don't like or something like that, you just you can't overcome anything at the end. So um, it shows what you're capable of. But it's just as I said, it's just no way to advance in the win or go home format that we have now at this time of the year. So I expect them to continue with the smaller lineup. They may not start with it, that Dean Danger will probably start. Um, but they've been leaning on it pretty hard lately, uh, and that puts Danger on the bench and gets them uh, a, a little different look out on the floor. I would expect really good crowd support from the uh, crowd at the United Center in Chicago, and um, and then you cross your fingers and hope that shots fall. 5.30 tonight, uh, we will do sport talk tonight from 5 till 5.30, sort of as an Illini pregame, and then you can listen to the game right here on WSOY as well. Yeah, you just don't know how to call this team on, on how well they're going to do. I, I want to yeah. say, boy, if they beat Penn State tonight, they could they could go all the way. But one game they look great, and another game they don't. And so, can they put it uh, together for four games in a row? Uh, can they? Yes. Will they? Uh, I I don't know. I every game. People ask me, what do you think they'll do? And and I just am honest when I say I have no idea because they are capable of playing very well. They're also capable of of playing very poorly. The, the main fault with this team is that they do not shoot the basketball very well. And uh, 31 games in, uh, I assume that's who they are. That, you know, it's it's kind of difficult at this point to, to hope that they'll be something other than what they are. They're a, they're a poor shooting team that has to lean hard on – effort and defense, and then, uh, like all teams, some nights you shoot a little better than others, and they just have to hope to take it one of those nights when, when a few more shots are falling. It's it's frustrating. There's no question. All right, when we come back, I want to hear about Aaron Rodgers. I just thought he decided to stay with Green Bay, and now he's talking to the Jets. But let's take a break for uh, First National Bank, the quality bank, and then more with Mark. 
Hi, I'm Dave Koshinsky, CEO of Investment Planners and IPI Wealth Management. At IPI, integrity and ensuring significance and peace of mind are the key to the way we do business. Our clients trust us to take care of their investments, and it is our responsibility to work with business partners that will help us do just that. First National Bank is one of those partners. FNB's quality service and two Decatur branches provide us the stability we need to accomplish our mission. Thanks, FNB. First National Bank, member FDIC. So is it true, Mark, Aaron Rodgers is still up in the air? Well, um, that's apparently so. He has met with the New York Jets. Um, and, um, you know, be- before the NFL draft next month, um, some teams will settle their quarterback issues through trades or free agent signings. Uh, and because it's quarterbacks, they're not cheap. And uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, acquired Derek Carr, uh, from the Raiders to be their quarterback. That's uh, four years, $150 million. Uh, the Giants have re-signed Daniel Jones. I, you know, Daniel Jones, is a, he's a nice quarterback, but he's not a he's not a, an elite quarterback, at least at this point. Four years, $160 million, 82 of it guaranteed. The, um, the Seattle Seahawks have re-signed Geno Smith, three years, $105 million. And now the Jets have met with Aaron Rodgers, the Jets' owner, General manager, head coach, and offensive coordinator all met with Aaron Rodgers in California, and they they reportedly are optimistic that Rodgers has genuine interest and that a trade could happen. They've already talked with the Packers about what a trade would look like, and um, and that didn't scare them off. So he uh, he has a contract that includes a fully guaranteed fifty nine point five million dollars. This season, this coming season, uh, it would really change the dynamic of the NFC North if he were to leave for the Jets. And no team would be more delighted about that than the Bears, who have become his personal whipping boy. Um, Jordan Love would become the next Green Bay uh, starter at quarterback. And it's hard to imagine he'd be a bigger problem than, than Aaron Rodgers has been. But, um, you know, and then a lot of teams with quarterback issues will try to fix them in the draft next month, and the Bears hold the the key to all that, owning the number one overall pick, which they're likely to trade uh, to one of those quarterback-hungry teams. But Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, um, it almost sounds too good to be true. He's 39 years old. He's coming off a down year. Um, I think he's still pretty good, real good. Um, and I think he is probably very motivated to win one more Super Bowl. And um, and so let's see if the Jets and the Packers can work out a trade. That would be an enormous story in the National Football League, and um, I'm all for it. I'd like to see him get the heck out of that division. <laughs> all right, Mark, we'll talk tomorrow morning, and hopefully we'll both be, really be happy about the Illini. All right. Thanks, Kev. All right, Mark Tupper. We got Brian, um, Chef, Chef Brian Tucker is here with two, um, student chefs. And I'm still going to try to get to the bottom of whether or not Guy Fiera was really in town. And we'll find out if he knows anything about it. But first, it's time for a marquee coffee break, the official drink of choice for the discerning coffee drinkers everywhere because the magic's in the meats. Hi, Jan from Toyota speaking. Jan, I heard it's a good time to buy a Toyota. Sure is. From now until April 4th, you can shop all your favorites like Corolla, RAV4, Sequoia, and more. Imagine yourself in a new Tundra where you stopped by the home improvement store and finally built that tree house you promised your daughter. Sarah, (laughs) when did you hop on the call? Hi, Dad. Mom said you were taking too long on the phone. Toyota, let's go places. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Dealer inventory may vary. Finding yourself suddenly unemployed can be a life-changing event, but now Decatur and our community partners are here to help. Now Decatur is offering a resource page for Decatur and Macon residents that includes unemployment information, immediate job listings, retraining opportunities, social and emotional resources, and more. The goal is to help you navigate through an event and period that can be emotionally, mentally, and financially stressful for you and your loved ones. Go to NowDecatur.com for the Employment and Retraining Opportunities resource page you're listening to buyers and company streaming live at nowdecator.com
You know, Nick, the problem with playing all this Beatle music <clears throat> is a lot of people listening say, why don't you just leave the song play and you not talk? Yet? That's what I thought you were doing there. I thought you were just giving a, a minute of letting the Beatles sing to uh Yeah, I think about that about my own self. I'd rather listen to <laughs> the Beatles than listen to me. But I, I'd really rather talk to Chef Brian Tucker because he's a buddy. Uh, the chef is – Brian, how many years have you been in town now? Um, so I, I moved to Decatur back in 2004, but I've been uh, – started. and next week I'll be the director of the culinary program for 11 years. Yeah, I know it's been a while. Time flies, doesn't mm, it? It really does. Uh, all right, before we get in, you got a lot to talk about. I know we got a big event coming up, the culinary – uh, scholarship dinner, but there's a rumor out there. I think it's more than a rumor. I think it's true. Guy Fiera was in town Monday night eating dinner at the gin mill is what I've been hearing. And you've got a, a former student that's a chef there now. Mm, correct. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't heard that. This is the first that I'm hearing of it, but so I'm, I'm going to try to get to the bottom of it too. Does anybody out there that's listening know about this? Call 875-1340 and tell Nick because we're trying to figure out why would he be here? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, usually for, like, his shows, producers usually, like, kind of scout locations and stuff. So he wouldn't really be doing his own scouting and stuff. So I'm, I i don't know. I mean, just Decatur's awesome, and he wanted to come visit, I guess. Well, I hope it's because he wants to put a flavor town here. I like his food. <laughs> oh, is that his restaurant? Yeah, I'm sure that's not it. Well, you never know. Uh, you know, a lot of people used to be at when Bizu was open. Uh, Howard... Buffett had that little corner table there by the window. And I always wanted to see who was sitting with him when I'd go there. Sometimes it's Ben Affleck, uh, Bono, some pretty famous people would come to town to talk to Howard about projects they're involved with. No one said that about this particular dinner, just said two other men were with him. But I want to know, 875-1340, if anybody is... What do you call it, a sighting? Yeah, I would say so. <clears throat> He's a pretty big deal in your business. He, yeah, definitely. Do you ever think uh, you'd ever want to go on the Food Channel and, and do any of that stuff? Uh, I'm not, you know, I, I'm all about, you know, let, let the students shine. I, I don't need the spotlight. All right, well, you have two students here. You have Michaela Moran and Scott Sanchez. Um, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Michaela, what's, what your student are you? Um, I'm a second-year student. Oh, yep. you're ready to graduate. Yes, in the spring I'll be graduating. How about you, Scott? I'm also a second-year student. Oh, so you guys are, like, already almost chefs. Yes, basically. Yeah, yeah. When you when you get the designation? So, I mean, the thing is they'll graduate with all the skills to become a chef. A lot of the, the title chef comes with a lot of the experience and being able to run a restaurant. So once they uh, graduate, they'll go out and, and kind of gain more experience and then work their way up to chef. Well, I've been out at your restaurant out of Richland, and it is terrific. I mean, terrific. And um, do, do you do you um, prepare food out there? Yes, I'm the bistro fellow, so I do more of the day-to-day operations over there. The bistro fellow. And what are you? Uh, I take night classes, so I cook uh, at night during dinner. Ah, so that's when I go. <laughs> and then Scott also uh, is a supervisor down in our cafe. So during the day, he uh, he works for us in the cafe, and then at night he takes. He'll, you can see him in the bistro. So you're in charge of the cafe too. Oh yeah, we do all the food service on Richland's campus. Okay, so this is bistro five thirty seven. Correct. And you're open what nights? Uh, Tuesday and Thursday for lunch and dinner. Eleven to one for lunch and six to eight for dinner. Just those two days. Yep, that's it. Okay. <clears throat> So someone just stayed out there the other day for lunch. I always go out for dinner. And they said it was phenomenal, just phenomenal. So good good job, you guys. Thank you. Chef, can I ask a quick question? Of course. So I worked in restaurants for approximately like 15 years. And, and you know, in the front of the house, back of the house, or, you know, all of the prep to ordering to management, all of that, uh, obviously the highlight of your program would be the cooking and the recipes and learning the skills and techniques. Do you also – offer courses or training on things like, uh, you know, food preparation, the ordering, the scheduling, and, and you know, the, the ins and outs, the hard part of running a restaurant that uh, 
you know, a lot of people seem to think just comes naturally. Oh, definitely. So our, our program, it's a two-year associate degree program. And so there, there is a lot of cooking, but there's classes on, on purchasing and on nutrition. And um, there's a class called cost management, which is kind of like culinary accounting, how to make sure you're, you're making money and, and, you know, looking at the, the numbers uh, certain ways and things. So um, we really uh, make sure the students are really well-rounded and prepared when they graduate. Um, in the restaurant too, they learn to do all the serving. Um, the students are actually working right now on their final project. So they'll actually, in, a, in another few weeks, their, the menu in the B-Show will be completely created by the students. They'll figure out what they want to put on there, what to charge for it, what to order, um, all of that kind of stuff. Scott, are you a recipient of a, one of these scholarships that the scholarship dinner generates money for? Uh, yeah, I've gotten the Eichenhauer uh, scholarship. Oh, Bill Eichenhauer and his beautiful wife, Nancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are great p- people that were community citizens. They were, they, they were so invested in this community. That does not surprise me. Kevin, in the uh, in the restaurant industry, Eichenhauer are the people that work on the machines. And, you know, that's oh, yeah. well known around town yeah, for they, that. Yeah. They do all the equipment. Um, still do. Um, so the sons, uh, Tommy Eichenauer, I think, I don't know if, if, which Eichenauer is running the place now, but I think young Thomas. Anyway, <clears throat> what has it done for you from where you were to where you are now? Uh, it's made it to where I don't have to really worry about, uh, like my finances outside of school. I can really focus on being a full-time student and I don't have to worry about like debt looming over my head. Uh, just, just made the life a lot easier. Yeah, that's an issue these days with colleges. There's way too much. This this is one of those educations that pays for itself. I mean, you could get a, an education and you have a twenty thousand uh, dollar bill at the end and not be very marketable. But as a as a chef, uh, you could really return your uh, investment pretty quickly, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I totally agree. We also take a ton of hospitality classes, so there's always a spot in the in some type of industry for us. Now, as they work for you, do they get paid, or is that all part of the education? Yeah, so, I mean, the students that have to take the class, that's that's part of their education. But, you know, as students, like when Scott's down in the cafe um, helping, uh, working as supervisor, he's on staff. Um, Michaela is kind of the, we call it our bistro fellow, but she's kind of like the assistant manager in there, so kind of my, my right hand. Um, so that's a, that's a paid position as well. So um, there's opportunities, too, for students to work on campus. Um, but what's nice about uh, community college is that it's it's very affordable for a culinary education, um, way more than I spent on my education, uh, way less than I spent on my education on um, making sure that the the students are successful and and don't have to worry about that, you know, not be able to afford to come. We have lots and lots of opportunities. Okay, on March 25th, you got a big dinner coming up. We'll talk about that when we return from the break. And and we'll also talk about how if somebody's interested and wants to come into your program, how they can do that. Sounds good. All right, let's take a break uh, for Nick here with the News Channel 20 Storm Team Weather Forecast. Today, we've got rain mainly after 2 p.m., a high near 42. Tonight, rain continues up until 10 p.m., low of 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high of 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy, high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, sits at 37 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.52. And this look at your weather, it's brought to you by Shaner's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Call Shaner at 217-875-2200. When you have car trouble and need a tow, trust Shaner's Towing. Shaner's of Decatur is your best choice for business towing solutions in central Illinois. Roadside assistance, farming, towing and recovery, auto repairs and tires and more. If you're looking for a fast and reliable partner for all auto and heavy duty needs, just visit Shaner'sTowing.com. Trust Shaner's and save their number 875-2200. That's 875-2200. When accidents happen, when you need a repair, trust Shaner's Towing. 
It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at sttmega.com. Are you looking for a way to reach a wider audience for your business? Look no further than Newhoff Media's integrated advertising solutions. By combining the power of digital advertising with the time-tested effectiveness of radio, you can create a comprehensive marketing strategy that reaches all kinds of local customers. With Newhoff Media, you'll have access to a team of experts who will work with you to create a customized plan that meets your specific needs and goals. Don't wait to take your business to the next level. Contact your Newhoff Media representative today. Start seeing the benefits of integrated advertising for yourself. and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We're talking to Chef Brian uh, Tucker. And, and Brian, um, you got to be so fulfilled to see these kids mature and, and turn into what they're turning into. How many of them? Do you go out and see after they've graduated? Oh, definitely. I mean, we we try to uh, kind of keep uh, keep tabs on everybody. It's it, it's amazing. I you know I never thought I'd end up in a job like this, but I really really enjoy um, being able to kind of pass on my passion for the culinary uh, in, industry um, to the students. And it, it's amazing with it just being a two year program. It seems like just yesterday, you know, Scott and Michaela just started. I can't believe they're they're almost done. Um, it, it you, you blink your eyes and you, you have a new batch of students in, and you know. Um, but, you know, we have um, the chef down at the gin mill is one of our graduates. You have um, uh, 121 Coffee Run in Warrensburg. Their manager out there is one of our graduates. Or we're kind of all, all over the place. Probably in um, St. Louis, Chicago. Oh, yeah, all, all over the place. Um, uh, down at 217 Flavors, one of our graduates. You know, there's so many awesome um, opportunities um, for the students, and it's, we, we love to see them uh, thrive, and it makes me very proud. How tough a teacher is Chef Tucker? <laughs> no, no, he's he's a good teacher. He 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 makes uh, what we learn fun and easy, and yeah, no, we we enjoy being in class with him. Michaela, here's your chance. Yeah, no, he's a great teacher. Honestly, he's very hands on, and he can teach you just about anything and make it interesting. All right, so you're pretty excited. I, you don't need to really promote us too much because I think it's almost a sellout. Few tickets left for your big event. On the 25th, you want to talk about it? Yeah, definitely. So we're really excited. Um, this is the first year uh, since since the uh, pandemic that we're actually able to do the scholarship dinner the way that we always have. Um, so um, we're calling it Return to the Big Apple, and uh, it's going to be an eight-course um, uh, plated meal um, on the 25th. So um, if you, I think we have a few seats left. So if you would like, you need to call the the foundation um, out at Richland, and we can make sure we get you a ticket. But um, if you want it, I, w- I would not wait because there's there's very few left but um it's a great opportunity this is a, a nice way for the students to see how to put on um a really uh high high end um big large scale event um we we did a how co- many courses eight courses wow yeah and so we did um we did a, a kind of a paired back one we did uh, our bash in the box the couple of years where people could take it home and kind of cook along with a with a video last year we did a smaller what we call bash in the bistro um to kind of try to get back we weren't comfortable yet with doing the full scholarship dinner but this year it is back and we're we're excited so even like scott and michaela haven't haven't seen this event um usually the students get to participate in you know two or three of these throughout their their tenure at school so um i'm excited for them to kind of see see what goes into this and so you call richland foundation at 875-7211 extension 6350 but will someone pick up if you don't know the extension Oh yeah, yeah. If you just call the main Richland number, um, you you can uh, find your way there. You're just looking for the foundation. Yeah, and you're you're asking about the culinary scholarship dinner. <clears throat> and if you can't make that, go to uh, 537 Bistro. Yep, or Bistro yeah. 537. It's it's quite the thing. Yeah, we're we're really excited. It's it's great to have the community come out and support the restaurant because it's really the way the students get hands-on experience and real world. Um, uh, learning how to serve, learning how to cook, all of that wonderful stuff. So um, it's awesome. Kayla, what's your dream job? Um, I really want to open up my own cafe, hopefully somewhere 
a little further out than Illinois. But yeah, I want to run a cafe. Well, like Miami? Uh, maybe Miami. Yeah, on the beach <laughs> sounds nice. Where? On the anywhere on the beach. Anywhere on the beach. Nice. How about you, Scott? Uh, I'm still I'm still working on figuring out what my end goal is. But right now I'm looking forward to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stick around uh, Richland and maybe try teaching myself. Good for you. Good for you. Well, we hope one of you at least stays here in, in the area. And, uh, and Chef, thank you again for coming in. You're always so good to do this. No no problem. Any Anytime. All right. That's Chef Tucker. He's out of Richland. And we're going to have uh, Nick and Tim on the other side of the commercial break. Stick around, folks. This is Brian Barnard, voice of the Fighting Illini on Decatur's home for Fighting Illini Athletics for over 75 years. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Milliken will host the annual Milliken Makers Market on Sunday from noon to 4 at the Johnston Banquet Rooms on the third floor of the University Commons. The event is put on by the Women in Business Student Organization. It features goods and services from area makers, crafters, and artists. Items for sale include clothing, soaps, candles, tumblers, jewelry, baked goods, and much more. Admission is open to the public and on-campus parking is free. Stomach flu cases are on the rise in Illinois, some severe enough to send people to the hospital. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.